welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith, and I'm here to bring you the preview show for the big Rookrunde matchup between Bayern Munich and Borussia Mönchengladbach. Gladbach, of course, is the bogey team for Bayern Munich, so this one should be interesting, but oddly enough, this one will be interesting for a multitude of other reasons than the actual game on the pitch. Just getting to this game has been quite a ride for Bayern Munich And where else should we start but with the unavailable player list? And as we all know, there are a multitude of reasons why players are unavailable for Bayern Munich right now. Let's start with the easy ones, the African Cup of Nations, where Eric Maxim, Chupo Moting, and Bunasar are currently unavailable because they're representing their countries. They had an excused absence from this one. Uh, Gabriel Vitovich, normally a Bayern Munich 2 player, is sick. And his status is questionable for tomorrow's game. Tomorrow being Friday, I am recording this uh, in the early morning, uh, Thursday, Eastern Standard Time. And uh, it's been quite a ride so far this morning, I will tell you that. Uh, So if I sound a little crazy with uh, my pace and my tone, it's probably because I'm too amped up on caffeine right now. But anyway, back to what is going on with the roster. As far as injuries go... We have a doubtful status for Josip Stanisic and Leon Goretzka. I'd almost assuredly say Stanisic is out given the fact that he is battling a lingering injury that was carried over from the first half of the season. It was a torn thigh muscle, if I remember correctly. So he's not quite ready to go. I'm just listing him as doubtful right now because I guess there is a chance he could sit on the bench. Uh, Leon Goretzka is also destined to miss this match. He's listed as doubtful as well. He's been battling a patella injury. And the latest on Goretzka is that he doesn't want to take the chance right now to re-aggravate it. He wants to make some progress. And I got to think that's a very difficult decision, not just for him, but also for the club. From a personal perspective, Goretzka has to be looking at the rest of the season and making himself available for the stretch run to help the team win the Bundesliga, to help the team win the Champions League. And while some fans probably won't understand that decision, and while the club might be a little frustrated itself because it wants Goretzka out there against Gladbach, I'm sure that they understand the line of thinking. This is just one match. Why let this one match where the team is already shorthanded affect something the rest of the season? That's potentially what could happen if Goretzka re-aggravates his injury or makes it worse. As far as another injury goes, Nicholas Sula is probable right now. Sula, of course, missed practice on Wednesday unexpectedly as his lingering back issues have flared up. And I, the minute I hear back injuries, I, I, I'm like, it, like I shut down immediately because for an athlete, that is, uh, that is a bad sign. So uh, I'm not thinking that Sula is definitely, uh, you know, this is a chronic issue for him. This could just be a pulled muscle or some soreness. But it definitely gives me some reason to be concerned, uh, not just for this match, but for the long term. That is a uh, you don't mess around with your back. I mean, if you've ever talked to anyone who's had back surgery, I've never met anyone who has had a successful back surgery. It's not just the surgery that's bad. It often leads to another surgery and the rehab is a killer. As for Sula, though, we don't know exactly what his back issue is. It's just a scary thought to think of a player that big would uh, be experiencing some back pain. So hopefully it's nothing serious and hopefully he's on the pitch. And more than anything, I hope he doesn't start the game and then realize his back is too sore to play and then have to come off because that would be uh, that would be bad for everybody. 
And now we will get to the COVID-19 list, which is ever-growing and includes the following players. Manuel Neuer, Dio Upamakano, Omar Richards, Leroy Sané, Kingsley Coman, Luca Hernandez, Tengai Nianzu, Quentin Tolisso, Alfonso Davies, and Christopher Scott. Now there is some thought that Coman and Tolisso could be made available just before the start of the game if they can pass their COVID-19 tests. I don't know how much Coman would help as he's battling an injury. Tolisso obviously would be an asset, but he also has not practiced, so it's fair to wonder what kind of game shape he would be in. Regardless, Bayern Munich is going to have to rely on some youngsters to provide depth. Now, when you look at Bayern Munich and you look at their roster, while there is a ton of talent on the bench, or I should say out of action for this, uh, there are some pretty damn good players that will be on the pitch. And I'm not talking about the contingent of young players uh, that we have seen so far uh, listed as potential uh, players for the roster against Gladbach. So when you think about Bayern Munich and you think about those players that are available, you still have Robert Lewandowski, you still have Thomas Muller, you still have Joshua Kimmich, Serge Gnabry, Jamal Musiala, Marcel Sabitzer, Mark Roca, Benjamin Pavar, Sven Ulreich, and probably Sula, assuming his back holds up. Now, how will Bayern supplement the roster to help fill all of those holes. So what we saw this morning uh, was that Bayern Munich was able to get some of their Bayern Munich 2 players in. Uh, the reserve team was able to uh, make an appearance on Sabinerstrasse. They were scheduled to be off until later in the month, but you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. So what we see <laughs> is the uh, appearance of Bright RMB, Lucas Copado, Nico Feldhahn, Taylor Booth, Jamie Lawrence, Paul Vonner, and Aryan Ibrahimovic, which is very interesting. Ibrahimovic is one of the most talented prospects on campus. He is the one that has everybody stirring. You know, with Bayern Munich having such a drought of players making it through their campus, it appears that this 16-year-old, and he's just recently turned 16 in the beginning of December, has a legit chance to be able to make an impact in a game in the Bundesliga at a young age. Now, will he start? No shot. But if that strong core of Bayern players can build a lead, especially if they get up by two or more, which I know everyone will say against Gladbach is not happening, but Gladbach has their own issues, so we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. But it would be fantastic to see a player like Ibrahimovic be able to break through and get some confidence against first-team competition. That is what I'm really looking forward to. Uh, more than anything, I want to be able to see uh, if Bayern Munich can get in a position to play some of the, those youngsters. Now, we know Nico Feldhahn, obviously, is a, is a grizzled long-term veteran. He is there for depth, and he might actually get the call to play, given that he's a center back and Bayern is very short on defenders. Another player that could be thrust into action is United States men's national team candidate Taylor Booth. Now, Taylor, aside of having a crazy haircut in the first half of the season, <laughs> which we, we openly joked about on social media, uh, Taylor's a really good sport. You, you really should follow him and support him in his journey uh, to making it through Bayern Munich's campus. He's a good kid. Uh, Booth has not only had that experience with his haircut, but he has impressed Julian Nagelsmann. 
he has uh, reportedly made a good impact at Bayern Munich and looks like he is a player that, if he continues to develop and continues on this path, could eventually be another one who makes it through from the academy to the first team. And obviously it's, it's early and there are a lot of uh, central midfielders ahead of him, but Booth is headed down the right path for his career. And it would be great to see him get into this match as well. So uh, Paul Vonner is another prospect that Bayern Munich is very excited about. We all know about Jamie Lawrence, who is the towering center back. I think he stands at six foot seven. Not quite sure he's ready for prime time just yet. Uh, Lucas Capato, of course, is Brazo's nephew and has done really, really well. And Bright RMB is, he's a player who's very intriguing because I think Bayern Munich, when they initially acquired him, thought he would be on a faster track to the first team, but it appears his development has slowed a bit. Now, it doesn't mean they anyone should write him off. It just means, you know, this is the normal thing that can happen as a player navigates the pathway to a first team and, and, it's not to say his future still isn't bright, no pun intended there, but it's just saying that at this point he might take a little bit longer to develop. So there are a million possibilities for how this could this could really work out. And if you're a Bayern Munich fan, you know, if you're one of the people who are scared about this, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, this game more than likely as of right now is going to be played. So there's no point in complaining about it. There's no point in lamenting the state of your squad. I hate to use this term, but it just is what it is at this point. Uh, Bayern Munich has to deal with the situation they're in. But, you know, Borussia Mönchengladbach also is is a bit banged up. Uh, they have some players down. I mean, you could start with Jonas Hoffman is, is dealing with an injury. Joe Scali, Dennis Zakaria, uh you know, those are among the players whose status right now is in question. Uh, and it looks like Zakaria and Scali will not be playing. Hoffman probably not either. So, you know, it, it's a situation where uh, both teams are a little banged up. Uh, when you look at it, Byron, of course, is missing far more players. But Bayern Munich also has much better quality that will be on the pitch tomorrow. And while Gladbach has been that, quote-unquote bogey team, there's no reason to think that Bayern Munich can't muster a victory out of this and pull things together. Uh, Listen, Gladbach, for all they have done against Bayern Munich this season, has been a mess otherwise. Uh, Their first season under Adi Hütter has not gone as anticipated. This is a team that had high hopes entering the season. This was They had a lot of talent. They uh, were trending in the right direction coming off of last season. But now they sit in 14th place of the table. Uh, you know, they have five wins, uh, four draws, and eight losses. They've been outscored by 10 goals. They only have 22 goals scored, four, and 32 against in the Bundesliga. In their last five games, Gladbach is 0-4. They have four losses and one draw. I mean, this is not a good team right now. And maybe... The winter pause gave them a little time to to gather themselves and pull it together. But I'm inclined to think that the the roster has not settled under Adi Hooter. He has not done a good job in getting the players on his side, understanding his tactics, and playing the way he wants them to play. And the roster itself is a mess, not just because of the injuries and illnesses that we talked about just a few seconds ago, 
But over the course of the break, I mean, we saw the news. Matthias Ginter leaving in the summer. Dennis Zakaria leaving in the summer. I mean, you don't, you're not on a team like that and you think that's a good thing. Uh, those are two very important players for the squad. And right now, they are not in a position to, to really like help the team much from this point forward. We don't know if Gladback is going to push players like Ginter or Zakaria to the back in favor of other players who will be there next season. So how Addy Hooter handles this, I mean, it's going to be fascinating to watch play out. Gladback has a lot of issues, and you know, it's not just those two. We've seen Alisson Playa uh, been, be mentioned in transfer rumors. Marcus Thuram, another one who has been mentioned. I mean, this is a team that's in a bit of turmoil, and while they do have talent, they have not been on the same page. So for whatever it's worth, as much of a mess as you think Bayern Munich is right now, given all of their injuries and illnesses, it's fair to say Borussia Glad- Gladbach could be even worse off at this point somehow. And, and that's crazy to think about. So, um, you know, if we want to just touch on Gladbach a little bit more, there are a couple of players that, you know, I think most Bayern fans are going to want to keep an eye on. And first and foremost... Uh, I think Florian Neuhaus is a player who uh, not only has his club future riding ahead of him, but also his international future. He needs a strong second half. Neuhaus went from being the bell of the ball in the Bundesliga last season to being an afterthought. He is a player who looked like he was going to lead the next generation of midfielders for Germany, and now he might not even make the 2022 World Cup team. So, Neuhaus has a lot riding on the second half of the season. What better way for him to establish himself in the second half than to come out against Bayern Munich and have a strong performance? Uh, Neuhaus just has not continued that same path of development that he had shown last season and leading up to this season. He He's a player I thought, honestly, would be getting a lot more attention, but he has not done well under Adi Hütter. And as, as, as much as Hütter was good at Eintracht Frankfurt, he has not done well with working with young players at Borussia Mönchengladbach. He has not done well at melding the young players with the veterans. Uh, it, as much as I like some of what he did at Frankfurt, he has just not done well at Gladbach. And a lot of, I think, what you could blame this season on and the failures that Gladbach has had, I, I think you put right on the shoulders of Adi Hooter. And I think Samran, wherever she is right now, she's dealing with a bit of an illness herself which is why I'm doing this podcast and not her. I think she would agree with that. Uh, we've had some conversations. As you know, Samarin is very tied into a couple of Bundesliga teams, Gladbach being one of them. And she has been really hard on Hooter this season. And I can't blame her because I think he's taken a talented roster and he's kind of messed it up. And I think he's put himself in jeopardy. I don't think you get a lot of patience in the Bundesliga these days if you are a manager. If you're failing and your roster is falling apart around you, uh, you're going to be on the hot seat. And I think that's where Hooter is right now. Uh, another player I think Bayern Munich fans might want to keep an eye on. And I, I don't know, aside of Ginter, who obviously, I mean, he's been linked to Bayern Munich. And he's a player who, uh, he's obviously done some 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 good things and established himself as a very solid uh, player over the course of his career. 
Uh, I don't know if that move is legitimate. Um, so, I mean, you'll obviously be watching him, but I don't know if it's for the future or if it's just to see how he might fit in with the World Cup plans. But two other players, I think, with Joe Scally out of the game, obviously he's one to always keep an eye on. He's done extremely well, the young American has in his time, but he's probably not available. So you may you might look at Luka Nets as another player who has been somewhat heralded. He's an 18-year-old, and he is... Uh, he is absolutely someone who could come in and do a good job for Gladback. Uh, whether that happens or not, we will see. But uh, Nets is a player who has come with some acclaim and uh, could be someone who uses this opportunity to uh, not just start to establish himself, but really stand out. And this could be a chance for him to do that. So we'll see if he gets that opportunity on this day. I don't know that he will. It'll be interesting to see how Adi Hooter uh, really uh, works through his lineup. Uh, Nets is a possibility, but uh, we'll see. And I think that with Gladbach, the main thing is Bayern Munich has to get over that mental hurdle of what Gladbach has done to them. Uh, I really don't think that uh, it's that big of a deal. I think Bayern Munich, yeah, sure, they've had a couple of not great performances against Gladbach, including one that was totally embarrassing. But uh, I really do think Bayern is able, even in such a uh, such an injured and sick state that they are, I think Bayern is very capable of winning this match. And I am going to call for them to win 3-1 on the day. And I know that sounds crazy and I Need No Name is probably rolling over in his bed or his grave or wherever he is. He's also been battling a bit of an illness. Um, so, so, so we're falling apart at BFW just like Byron is. I mean, we've got people sick. We've got people all over the world doing different things. So, uh, you know, as as they gather themselves and try and get healthy, we are uh, <laughs> trying to cover for them just like Byron Munich called up the youngsters to cover for the multitude of players who are out. So, uh, not only have I managed to use the word multitude three times, four if you count that reference, uh, so far, but you can tell that my caffeine is really kicking in because I'm absolutely starting to talk like the micro machines man at this point. So I guess that tells me I should wrap this one up and end this podcast. I'm calling it Bayern Munich's going to win 3 1. Check out the game, have fun watching it. But before you do that, check out the weekend warm up podcast, which will come out probably early. In the early hours of Friday morning, if you're in the U.S., uh, if you're in Europe, it will be hitting you as you're probably starting to make your coffee. So uh, thanks again for listening. You can always get me at the Barrel Blog on Twitter. You can get the site at Bavarian FB Works. You can get Tom at TommyAdam71. You can get I Need No Name at BFWINNN. You can get Jake at Jefferson Fenner. Hopefully we get Jake back in the mix here soon. He has been another busy guy. So uh, it is a ghost skeleton crew for sure on the podcast these days. BFW is not immune to it either. We are just as banged up and sick as Bayern Munich. So <laughs> thanks for hanging with us and we'll see you next time.